to beverage for your thoughts today. We're riding the candy cane train with some holiday soda. You guys excited? Are you guys excited? I'm excited. I think your excitement is more adorable than any real. Dude, okay. So this. Yeah. It's super cute. I saw this bottle and I was like, yes, the candy cane train. It's literally a train. It's not like shaped like a candy cane, but it's got like the candy cane colors. And then it's in like this Arctic wasteland and it's got like a bunch of candy canes that it's riding across. Wasteland, she says. It's an Arctic dream. All right. It's a forest <laughs> behind the trees or behind the train. You can see the trees just covered in snow. Yeah, it, you it know, looks I guess like a train true. traveling through northern Michigan. Yes. So I don't consider that an Arctic wasteland. But it's got candy cane tracks. It does. Have it's got cute. little peppermints. I'll, I'll give it that. It's a cute graphic. I yeah. do. I do agree with what you said earlier when we first saw the bottle. The um, Tom Hanks popping out of the, com- the conductor's. Stand. Yeah. It, looking at it, it makes me want want there to be on the train a conductor that looks like Tom Hanks from Polar Express popping out of there, just being like waving at everybody. Makes sense. What it reminds me of. You like, gotta believe, really re- kids. Like- yes. <laughs> yes, that's what it reminds me of. It's a very cute design. It's a very cute bottle. Um, so, when you open it up, it's just the Polar Express theme. I, just I very faintly. It'd be ama- I wish they could figure out how to do that with sodas. Oh my gosh, engineers work on that. That reminds mm. me of freaking when Xbox when uh, Taco Bell was getting rid of the Xboxes and they made it that when you turn it on, you hear the Taco Bell boom. Yes. Oh, I really? Mind that. Yeah. If you want an Xbox from if Taco you, Bell? If you've got a Taco Bell Xbox, if you push the Xbox button, it would do the Taco Bell gong. That boom. Oh my goodness! Yes. uh, And then I watched the guy actually attempt to fix it, but the board was completely shot. He figured out a way of taking all that component for the speaker and putting it into another one. He still got it to work. So either way, it was just funny. Just that bong from Taco Bell. That's that's kind of awesome. I did not know that about the Taco Bell Xbox. I just thought it was a regular Xbox. That's what I thought, but no, it's it's that, and I think it's got like a gold something theme on it. Guys, it smells like candy canes. It does. I will say it does not look like candy canes, the liquid. The liquid, the actual drink, looks like, well, it looks like blood mixed with water. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. It kind of reminds me of like a fat Santa, a Fanta, a like, Santa, Fanta, the red cherry Santa. A flat Fanta, yeah, not a that. fat Fanta. Not a fat Santa. No. <laughs> I mean, that's just Santa. It's like, it's like cranberry juice red almost. It looks it's like. It's a little brighter. Yeah. Little I mean, brighter. okay, it does smell like candy cane but i'm expecting either a peppermint thing or like a red hot it taste. tastes kind of like candy cane with artificial sugar yeah it tastes like a candy cane yeah this is okay i yeah. actually don't mind it no it um kind of reminds me of those um peppermint mcflurries that they used to do at mcdonald's and, yeah with the little peppermint chips those yeah. were actually pretty good i liked those but that's what this reminds me Yes. I mean, Vanilla and peppermint. It's got a nice little, like, tingle in your mouth. I don't know. That's definitely the carbonation. But, like, that mixed with the flavor of it. Like, the peppermint taste is there, but it's, like, really flat. You you get more of, like, that sugar taste than the peppermint taste. But, I mean, like, the peppermint's there. These yeah, are, I mean, like, the really cheap candy canes you get from the dollar store to put on your tree. Because you need so many candy canes for a tree if you don't have animals living in your house. You do, but also, like, as a kid, especially if you're, like, helping your parents decorate, you're going to eat the candy canes. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, even, like, the decent candy canes, this reminds me of it, because if you're sitting there 
and say you're decorating the tree and you have this, you know, six boxes sitting there all unwrapped because you're just like, yep, I'm putting them on. Dee, 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 dee. And you're just like, well, pop one in my mouth. Dee, 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 dee. Put more on the tree. One for the tree, one for me. Question. One for me. Question. Yeah. Am, I, am I the only one here that doesn't like Christmas trees? I like Christmas trees to I don't. a certain extent. Well, well, all right. I like Christmas trees in the fact that like, I do think they're festive. I do like the smell of like the pine. The only thing that pisses me off is watering them. And since I've always had dogs, they always peed on them. Mm. And the fucking needles everywhere. Those are the only thing. See, I always had a fake tree. So, okay, so when I was a kid, this was my Christmas story from when I was a kid. When I was a kid, we always used to get real trees, right? And then one year, um, my adopted mom, she was like, we're going to get this really big one. Like, this is how I remember it. I was really young at the time, but we ended up getting this really big tree because we had a vaulted ceiling. Like, any tree that we got had to be, like, 12, 15 feet tall. Like, they were massive. So we would get these massive trees, and we had either gotten a new stand for it, or we had gotten one that was too big around, but it wouldn't fit in the little stand that you have for these trees. So my adopted dad, he was like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna take this um, saw and I'm gonna cut off the lower branches of them. And then I spent the next night at my friend's house because he almost cut off his finger. <laughs> so we got fake trees after that. And I didn't have to deal with pine needles. <laughs> See, with, with my dad, we always got a tree. Mm. Like, I, that was one of the few things that I remember when we first moved up here. Um, back where, me, the old house near there, uh, that intersection. Mm -hmm. um, before they built that, uh, I guess they're building stores or whatever there mm -hmm. before they built that there that used to be a tree farm mm -hmm. and that's where me and dad would always get the trees during christmas time but after he passed away i guess we kind of shifted to fake trees but i mean i had no problem with the real trees except for those three main things mm -hmm. and that sounds like a lot of problems with the trees <laughs> that's what I'm Honestly, that i mean the needles man is fucking needles. Well, don't get me wrong. I agree with you. And trust me, I am happy that we have fake trees now because we have two. We have one that we put on the DVD stand and we have one that we put on we our window. We have three now, actually, because one of our neighbors was throwing one out. So we, so we, so we picked it up because we were like, what's this? We found that it was a Christmas tree. So we are like, oh, why not? We can have an outdoor funny. one now on our porch. It saves us money because now we don't have to go fucking buy a tree. We, we got a chainsaw, but we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about carting the damn thing home and pushing it through all the dogs because they're going to be nosy as shit. I will find other things to use my chainsaw on. Uh, I don't even want to think about you with your chainsaw. I always did love picking out a tree though. Like, I don't know. It was just the going and like finding it's like, yes, I want to kill this plant. So did you guys go and cut a tree down or did you guys just go to a lot that had live trees? We um, always went to cut a tree down. That's what Ooh. we did. See, we, we always had a lot. My dad wasn't savvy enough for a chainsaw or anything like that. Oh you, no, we used an axe. use a chainsaw. Or an axe or anything. He we wasn't savvy axe. enough for that. Like, at, at, like so my family, I, I want to say this place was called Candy Cane Tree Farms. It's somewhere up in Grand Blank. Yeah, that sounds yeah, about that right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was a, a lot of years there because my parents' house is similar to your guys' house where it has a very tall ceiling. Mm -hmm. So, like, we would always get huge trees. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I was a kid, I, I did enjoy having the Christmas tree. It was a tradition for us. We would 
Uh, we would go to can- the Candy Cane Tree Farm. We would cut a tree down, get it all wrapped up, and then on our way back home, uh, we would either stop at this Mexican place that we loved until it closed down, or we would go to the Chinese buffet that was on directly on the way home. Yes, the and Chinese granted, buffet. The Chinese buffet, like when when we were kids, like I have myself and two brothers, and we all played sports, and we all were like highly active, hyper kids. So that worked out for my parents because feeding us was, I'm sure, a nightmare for my mom. <laughs> like that was like one of the things though that we always looked forward to. But now as an adult, I just kind of, I don't know. I I hate being like the Scrooge of the group, but (laughs) I just don't care about Christmas trees anymore. In a couple weeks, you're going to get three ghosts visiting you in the middle of the night, Scrooge. Well, no, I guess so, man. (laughs) It's not that I don't like Christmas. It's just I don't care for Christmas trees. I'm good with a lot of the other decorations. I'm good with a lot of the other stuff. I just think the Christmas trees are kind of a waste of time. See, like, I understand that because, I don't know, I guess because I got older, like, Christmas wasn't the same for me when I was younger. Like, yeah, maybe we'll still decorate the house. Well, do you have any other traditions that you would always end up doing? Um, I'm trying to think. Because, like, the last ten years of my life have been thrown off so much by being an adult, moving away, being in bad relationships and all that. So, like, the last ten years, I guess, a lot of the traditions for myself have gone away. Um, my family, though, like, we still get together on Christmas Day. We still do, like, presents, and my mom will do, like, put up decorations and stuff. But even even my parents have kind of slowly cut back on that. My mom did something clever, though, that I feel like everybody should do, though, is she no longer collects Christmas decorations, but she'll collect winter decorations so she can leave them up like, she'll put them up in December after Thanksgiving, and then she'll leave them up all the way through March so they're not just a waste of time. Okay. So instead of getting, like, Santa Clauses and Nutcrackers, she'll get, like, woodland critters and snowmen and yeah. things like that okay, instead. That so you, it's it's festive, but you don't have to take it down well, on the yeah, 26th. Was, well, especially yeah. because of freaking Michigan. Winter lasts, like, almost six months. So. Yeah, and I think that that's part of... Like, I think part of my, like, not liking Christmas trees is because that's, like, the only thing left that my family does anymore that's Christmas for in terms of, like, decorating the house and doing this and that anymore. Or it's just, like, we don't, we don't do this. I got a weird tradition for you. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm just over Christmas trees. I have a weird tradition for you, but you'd have to be into Christmas trees to actually do it. I okay. I know which one you're going to say. Uh, you do, probably. Yeah. Because it's my favorite thing. Okay. Which, so, if it's what I think it is, I know the origin of it. But oh, goodness. Go oh, yes. Yes. So, um, one of the things that uh, some families will do, and they've actually made ornaments, so it's less, mm-hmm. you know, like, gross smelling now. Mm-hmm. They will actually hide a pickle. In what? the Christmas tree? It's what? so so the tradition of it because I had to look it up after she told me. It's like a weird German tradition of hiding a pickle in a tree, which then Whoever kinda, it, finds the pickle gets to open a present from under the tree whenever they find the pickle. So like say I'm a little kid, I come in, I'm searching everywhere for this pickle, and it gets easier to find because it starts smelling more. So it's like Elf on the Shelf, but you get a prize. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it's in the when tree. When you find the pickle in the tree, you get a present of I, your choosing. Okay. You didn't I, realize it was in the tree? 
No. Um, <laughs> just the I, no, I had a thought, though, as after I said Elf on the Shelf, and that was that it, there was a funny uh, meme that popped up into my head. So this, this would have probably came out 2016 um, or 2017, whichever the year that Endgame, Avengers Endgame came out, because there was somebody posted this online where they took like an action figure of Thanos with the um, Infinity Gauntlet on. And then instead of Elf on the Shelf sitting there next to him, it was just crushed up candy cane and then the Elf on the I Shelf costume. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking so about. So it looks yes. like he got snapped away from existence and it was hilarious. Oh, that's amazing. And I remember looking it up even more and seeing the reaction to the kids' faces and I really thought that the Elf was there, dead. So there is, oh. a, there is another meme similar to that. It has nothing to do with Thanos, but they do have his like the Elf on the Shelf's hat and a bunch of chicken bones lined up. <laughs> Like the elf, and they're like, "Well, I found the elf. I ate him. He was delicious." And they would show that to the kids in the same thing. They thought somebody ate the freaking elf on a shelf because they put ketchup as the blood and everything. It's just chicken bones or something shaped as yes. the elf with the hat on. Oh, that's fantastic! He's showing us the picture of the elf on the shelf with Thanos. I always wanted to do an elf on the shelf. I wanted to wake up in the morning and, like, see him and his shenanigans he had gotten up into. Like, if I ever have kids, they're getting elf on the shelf. And it's gonna be... It's gonna be insane. I... See, my... (laughs) I I feel like elf on the shelf came out probably, like, five years after it would have been cool for me to do. Because I was... It was... I don't remember anybody... Like from my friends growing up in elementary school or anything like that, whose families did that. See, I and then do, all though. of the summer, or, or not all of the summer, all of a sudden, I just like people were talking about it. I was like, "What the heck is this?" Yeah. So we never had that, at least not for my age. So if you're born in 1990 and you guys did Elf on the Shelf, please let me know because I didn't think it existed when I was a kid. I don't. I, I think it existed, but it wasn't that big of a thing. Because the last time, the the earliest I remember Elf on the Shelf was when my nephew was around. Mm-hmm. And we used to do that for him every year up until, I, I think when he was five we started. And then I think lately he just got out of it, like probably like a year or two ago. We're, we're bringing the Elf on the Shelf back for next who, time he Tito? comes up. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Our dog. Whatever dog of the four dogs finds the elf gets a cookie or something. Yeah, and then they're going to start seeking him out. You do realize that Dakota will search for that She's a little hunter. She will, she will tear it up. That's a one Christmas thing. Like one Christmas year. That's no, it. no, so here's the thing. Even if she doesn't tear it up, there would be no contest. This We're talking about the dog who we will have people over and we let her outside. And within 30 minutes, when we go to check on her, she has come back with a mole that she has dug up from the middle of the yard. Or in the middle of the night, she killed no a No contest. She would find... If, if she figures out that we give her treats when she finds this elf, that elf's getting found, like, every... Every day within the first five minutes of her being let out. If Santa was real, I feel bad if he visits our house because of Dakota. That's that's my logic in that. She'd rip the bag open. He'd run out with half his freaking pants off because she grabbed it. And for those of you... Timmy's gift. Who who the hell's Timmy? Who's this for? For those of you who don't know our dog, Dakota, 
Which she, I think is everybody. She, yeah. <laughs> she is the tiniest dog in the world. She's not a chihuahua. She is a Jack not... Russell miniature pincher mix. Yeah, she's like 30 pounds. She's not the tiniest dog in yeah. the world. She's just, she looks kind of like a wiener dog. She, she's not. She, she's. You guys do have a smaller dog. We do. Yes, we have a Russian toy. Smaller. He's literally like he, a, a he sixth can of her size. Fit yes. in the palm of my hand. But for Dakota, yes. if for any of them listening, like think like uh, all dogs go to heaven. Itchy. Like yeah, she's yeah. Like that she's size. itchy. Yeah, and she is she is the most vicious dog ever. She is worse than our pit bull. She's the only one of your dogs that has bit at me more than once. She is the only one of our dogs that has bit anybody who came over. Yeah, and she doesn't even hurt when she bites you. Well, maybe a little bit. Just like she pinches you. It's more of a surprise. Exactly. You're just surprised. You're like, what the fuck just happened? He comes over every time he comes over. They run to him. They're gnashing their teeth and shit. He has treats, and he just here you go. And <laughs> they just go away. But he's the only one that does it. But it's like, I'm not going to tell everybody, bring treats. I've started actually grabbing treats when I know people are coming over to try to just like, here. I was thinking about putting like a tin outside with the treats in it. Before you come in, take four. You're gonna <laughs> take go. four, you'll need them. Honestly, that would be a good addition for you guys' house because your dogs do attack everyone. It's Dakota more than anybody. But no, it's not. It's because not. when I come over... Your freaking pit bull comes up and is just like, yes, hello. Well, he's, he attacks you. He's like, call me a moo cow. Yes. Call me a big moo cow. But he, he attacks you with love. Dakota attacks with viciousness. No, she attacks me with love too. Every single one of your dogs gets up and is just like, hello, give me attention. And even if I give them a cookie, it doesn't matter. Because then they're just like, okay, give me more attention now. Hello. And then the rest of the time that you're over, Tito spends the entire time on your lap. He does. He That's does. all that he wants. Bull. Her pit bull is like um, easily what eighty pounds. He is eighty pounds. It, it, Maybe he's, he's probably more now. Easily he's a tank. Eighty pounds, and he is a lap dog. He's a lap dog. You can't tell him otherwise, or he just sits on you more, and he's, then he's sorry that you're upset with him, and so he licks your face and gets more on you, and then you're dying of asphyxiation, and he's just. But I love you. Every morning she leaves for work, he cuddles up closer to me, and it's like, why am I hot? And I'll turn around and. There's this thing, like, the size of David, just sitting on me. And I'm like, oh, that's why I'm sweating my balls off in this bed. Because tell the dog about, is... Tell don't bring me into your bed. how he infects your dreams sometimes. Huh? How Tito infects your dreams sometimes. Yeah, no, one time... Because he snores sometimes. And then he'll get into, like, that growly snore. So, like, I remember a dream that, like, I was doing something in the house. And I just hear... And I'm like, what the fuck is that and i'm like what is that and i wake up and i'm here i'm like what is that because i i am awake now and i turn around and i see tito and he's you see his little lips going up and down with his snore and i'm like you son of a bitch you were in my dream this is like some freddy krueger shit get out of here but it's so cute when his little lips do the fucking yeah. flappy when he's snoring. It's so his lip, he, He's obsessed with sticking his head out the car window. And when Okay, so when, when I'm driving and he's in my backseat, I have to have both car windows down. Especially if I'm on a road, he doesn't know. If I'm driving down a road, he doesn't know. He's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth between both windows the entire way. He knows the road, though. He knows what side of the car he wants to stay on. So he will go over to this side, stay there for like a mile or two, and he's like, no, 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 I want to smell over here now, and then he goes to the other side. And the entire time if I'm driving down a road that he knows, his head is out the window and his lips are just flapping in the wind. It's the best. Oh. Her pit bull is the best. So Sarah, what did your family do for holiday stuff? Traditions. 
Well, holidays were always kind of tough because I, I didn't grow up with a lot of money or space for that matter. Um, so I always had a fake tree growing up. Uh, it was just more economical. And we usually had a few sets of uh, bulbs, depending on what animals we had at the time. I always grew up with like the really pretty shiny glass bulbs. But when we got cats, uh, when I was a little older, uh, there were a couple of cats in particular that were just like, no, I, I need that shiny thing. You see that shiny thing? Her eyes would get so big that they were just all black, like like the uh, the Puss in the... Boots meme, like Aww. all the way. And she would just sit there and stare at them. But she also, and she was a very tiny cat for a long time. She was very little and spindly, um, which is hilarious when you see her now. Uh, but she would climb up into the tree and she would sit there and she'd honk her up and she'd loaf in the tree. She loved it. It was her favorite thing in the world. Uh, until she started gaining weight because, um, I think my cat has a thyroid problem because she went from being like twig, like stick thin, um, so tiny that she could just slip out of your clutches as soon as you got a hold of her. Now she's about 30 pounds. (laughs) She is chunky. She is Um, chunky chunky. She literally looks like a mini keg. She does. She's <laughs> the size of a mini keg. Like I mean, seriously, she's a furry mini keg. I mean, for it, real. it could be a thyroid thing, but my mom's cat's the same way. Midge. Yeah. She start. That's where her name comes from. Her original name was Autumn, and she was like probably a little bit bigger than this cup, and she was just a little mm-hmm. thing. And my dad used to sit there and be like, "Oh, look at the little midget, Midge, Midge," and she got so accustomed to that name that she wasn't even Autumn anymore. If you called mm-hmm. her Autumn, she'd be like, "Who the hell are you talking to?" Where now she knows Midge. So we were like, okay, fuck it. She's Midge. And then she just blew up. Like, sideways. And we've taken her to vets to make sure she was okay. There was one time she had a gallbladder thing that we were worried about, but she passed it. But, yeah, no, I think it's just, I guess when they get acclimated that they're a house cat, it's just something that they grow weight into. Some of them do, but I, I've had a lot of cats over in my life, and I've never had one that got this fat. Ever. She, and she used to graze, um... For a little while, she would sit there and she would just eat and eat and eat for like a half hour, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but she grew out of that after being like two years old and she would just eat like whenever she felt like it. She didn't blow up until she was about five, six. Well, that's about mm-hmm. where Midge kind of... Yeah. Midge was starting to get big young, but mm-hmm. she really got big probably like around five or six years we had her. Yeah. Oh no, this cat was skinny like you could feel her ribs individual ribs up until she was like three years old and then she felt like a normal sized cat and then she stayed that way until she was about five or six and then just it, it was literally like i'm if we like shaved this cat i bet she's fucking stretch marks it happened so fast <laughs> it really was it felt like one day and like the beginning of a month like July 1st, like, everything's totally cool. My cat's, like, normal size. I was cuddling her, and, you know, she's just hanging out. Maybe she has that little, like, little extra pooch that all the, kitties the have. It's a little, like, poopa that just goes back and forth when they <laughs> <Yeah>. run. <laughs> and then by the end of the month, she's just taking up my entire lap and is just like, Mother, pet me. <laughs> See, Midge, pet me. Midge got to, like, to this point of fat that there's times where when she's cleaning herself, she actually... I can't show it because we're talking, but, like, she'll actually go like this, and she'll actually, like, move her paw back here, and she'll have this paw holding her leg like this so she can get to certain spots, and I'm like, you yeah. look like you're trying to do yoga. 
Like, yeah. what are you doing? And she's <laughs> just, she's not doing anything to actually fit herself. She's actually just trying to reach certain spots. And it's like, if yeah. you're that big, you need to lose weight, girl. Come on. Like, I worry about you. My parents oh, have tried to put her on diets and it just doesn't work. Well, when she started getting real big, she still wanted to sit in the Christmas tree. Christmas tree came crashing down. <laughs> Lost a lot of our glass bulbs. My family uses plastic ones now. Um, they retired the nice glass ones. Uh, and at some point, it got so bad, and my mom was so tired of having to pick up the tree, because she didn't bring it down once. This was multiple times she brought this tree down. Oh. Um, in, like, a single year. That we got fed up, and we screwed a little hook into the ceiling and would tie the top of our Christmas tree to the ceiling so that she couldn't bring it down. Uh, that's actually worked. that's actually a common <laughs> thing now because of cats, I think. Uh, I think so. A lot of cats like to get up into the tree and like sit in it. Uh, I had a different cat at the same time, and she just loved to sit underneath it. She loved the heat of the lights because she was a little black cat. So especially in the winter, she was so cold. Mm-hmm. I ha- I had a friend who had a mixed breed dog that she <laughs> she would come home and the tree it was a fake tree but it was one of those three part trees so you got mm-hmm. the bottom middle and top mm-hmm. and it's either missing the top or the middle and i i'm not gonna say who she is but she actually sat there and she got so mad at the dog one time because she had old family uh christmas bowls like from her family's country type mm-hmm. old that she got so mad of him breaking half of them that she actually threw the tree at him and she just sent me a picture of he wasn't hurt but he's just laying down like this with the tree on him and i'm like what happened and she's like he did this and she just i saw that i was like thank god he's not my dog but see that's funny because um so after i moved out of my parents house um my mom got really worried about me because i was in a bad relationship and that christmas i had pretty much said i want to spend alone i don't want to see anybody i don't want to go anywhere i don't want to do anything i was working like a dog it was just terrible. And she decided, well, you can spend Christmas alone, but you're not going to spend it, you know, undecorated. So my mom bought me my first set of Christmas decorations that I still have um, in in our storage unit. And it's just a little tiny tree. It's maybe like five feet tall. It's like about the same size as me. And I still put it up every year. Well, I used to have a little dog. Um, well, not little. He was like the smallish end of medium-sized dogs. And he loved Christmas. I only got to spend one Christmas with him, but he loved it. Loved it so much. I set up the tree one night when I got home from work, right? And I had let him out. We had already gone on our 10-mile walk. Because uh, this dog literally needed to walk 10 miles. Otherwise, he would never leave me alone. Uh, even to go to the bathroom, he would be, like, pawing at the door. Like, mother, 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 I need to get in. Mother. <laughs> um, yes, all of my animals speak like small Victorian children. Mother. Um... <laughs> And he immediately, as soon as I plugged it in and the lights came on, his eyes got all big, his tail starts wagging, he goes and gets all his favorite toys, and he puts them right under the tree. And he did it. He put his bone and a couple of little squeakies that he used to like to chew on, despite having the squeakies already ripped out by him. Yep. And he just sat down, and he looks at me, and he's like, look, I know what to do. And I I was so stunned. I was like, this is the smartest animal I've ever had in my entire life. He's so precious. He's so wonderful. Oh my god, I love him so much. Because he was still young. He was barely a year old at that point. So to me, I'm just like, he's just a baby and he knows. He knows I'm going to get him treats and toys for the holidays. (laughs) 
lost it. I I still have the pictures on my phone, but he was so cute. Just absolutely precious. And he posed for me while I sat there and took the pictures because I was like, stay. It was the first time he actually stayed. I was so proud of him and he let me take as many pictures as I wanted. He was so sweet. Aww. See, Tito's camera shy. He won't let me take photos. If he if he's doing something cute and I break out my phone, he immediately stops and comes towards me. He's like, Mom, I'm done now. See, Dakota's the opposite. She's she wants the camera on. How many pictures have we oh, taken? Oh, she of does. Her that she looks like she's posing. Yeah. She's also the dog that likes wearing tutus. <laughs> I always thought it was like animal abuse to put dogs in things that just like not animal abuse, but you know what I mean? Just like Silly. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They don't like it. It's uncomfortable. They're supposed to be, you know, like, wild beasts that we've tamed. You know? They they do your bidding. Oh, and then and then there's they're Dakota. Like Dakota, you're over here and you're like, hey, do you want some clothes? And she starts barking at you. She's like shoving her head into it. She's like wagging her tail. She's going... All our dogs except for Deacon likes clothes. Deacon's the only one that's like, no. But he's like, no, with everything. Tito, Chance, <laughs> Chance loves clothes. He like, loves sweaters. Yeah. He's Tito, so tiny. He needs yeah. the heat. Yes, he does. Tito's yeah. a frat boy. He likes scarves. You give him, like, little scarves or, like, a turtleneck, he's all into it. He's, he's a frat boy. Chance is a frat boy. He's like that golf frat boy. Like, I don't know. That's what I think of, like golf frat boy at all i don't know she's thinking, okay come on now she's thinking like winklevoss twins type frat boys yeah you're thinking like like ivy league college ha- like, ha- like harvard like, um, people the mars university in futurama those guys yes that yeah have, like, the i don't That's know many sad. frat boys okay sir see chance in college yeah okay i i do my best not to befriend Random strangers that I don't you know. know. I I don't go around Greek life on college. It's not as someone who's experienced Greek life. I'm just gonna say, good on you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe stay away. No. See, Chance is no. like the old science teacher, if anything, because he he likes the turtleneck that she got. <laughs> he does, and he is. He's like, all right, guys, today we're gonna learn about gravity, and he just does his like derp bath face. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota's like the hoary cheerleader. Just, she just wants any. She's like, touch me, lower. (laughs) Her theme song is "I Touch Myself" by the Divinals. Okay, that's that's her theme song. Gosh, Tito is Fred. He wants yes, Tito is Fred and high collars. He does like ascots. Deacon's like the nerd. I think the wimpy nerd that gets shoved in a car. Yeah, yeah. I can see the that. Weird He's... Naked kid. The weird naked kid. Okay, the demented <laughs> the naked weird. kid. Okay, it's the kid who always wants to be on the skins team in gym class and is just super excited, like, oh, skins versus shirts. Woohoo! <laughs> Let's go, baby! Wait, we no. get to take our shirts off? Like, Deacon reminds me, have you ever guys seen those TikTok videos where it's a voiceover and the guy's saying, bottom line is we need a dog for protection. And then it shows a dog just completely unable to protect a house. <laughs> yeah. Like, just befriending whoever's going to come in the house and showing them around everything that they can steal. Well, and because, like, being like, hey. You want to know where the jewels are? Yeah, you no, oh, no. yeah. That's, that's a that's a Doberman because the second you try to leave, I'm saying like the full grown Dobermans because mm-hmm. the second you try to leave, like you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like Deacon, like he, when he plays with Tito and Dakota, 
they all they do is bark at him, really. Like, they don't bite him. They don't really do it. They get close to him, but they just, like, yell at him. And then he's and slithering like a yeah, snake does, underneath both of their thing, mouths. He does this thing where he's like this. He's his on his ass side. And his tail's just wagging, but he's like, he's, like, trying to get close to their face just to, like, kiss them. And they're like, no. Let me help you no. picture this. No, and he's like... Okay, let me help you picture this. He has his front legs down and to the side, so it's like he's laying on his side. But then his back legs are up. Like, he's standing, and he's using them to slither across the bed while whimpering, wagging his tail so his entire body is wiggling, and he's just like, hi guys, hi! This is the worst kind of inch for <laughs> Do you remember that one Rick and Morty episode where they went for, like, that aliens couple counseling? And, yes. yes. And Jerry's thing was that worm? That's that's Deacon. Yeah. yeah. And Dakota is the fucking... <laughs> she's the, the demon spider one, one. yeah. Yes. She's yeah, the demon she's... spider witch. Yep. Yes. And then Tito's one that one of the normal couples can talk to. No, Tito is like the strong Jerry, and that's it. Yeah. 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 Tito is the strong. And then Chance is just the, the one that everybody Jerry wants. That's like, look at me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Tito's the one that everybody wants. The ideal. Because <laughs> Tito's the best. He's he doesn't so listen that well. I will give him that. Oh, no. He 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 listens to you. He does not listen. To me. She's like, be more aggressive. And I'm like, Tito, inside. And he just looks at me. And I'm like, get in here. And he just like looks to the side. And I'm like, get in here. And he just won't. And I'll be like, treat? And then he'll run right in. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I know this is bad dog training. He's the weirdest He does dog not ever. listen to me. No, it's because all of your dogs know that you're the pushover parent. No, like there's times where, because like, it's Chance's fault. Because he'll run in first. And then... As I'm waiting for them, he's over here barking because he's he thinks that we're getting treats now. And I'm like, no, shut up. I was like, Deacon, Dino, get in here. Dakota, get in here. And I have to smell Dakota every time she comes in because she keeps digging in the compost bag. She's hunting for more moles or mice or rabbits or groundhogs. A fucking bear at this point. Honestly, I would. I Honestly, if we were taking bets against Dakota and a bear, I would pick Dakota. Yeah. Depends on the bear. It was gonna say. Yeah. It really depends on yeah. the bear. Yeah. Yeah. Grizzly because bear. I'm still putting money on the grizzly bear. Yeah. Polar bear, I'd put money polar on the polar bear. bear. She would black bear, bear or a black bear would run bear. away. A black bear black okay, bear. it depends. If a black bear mama has a cub around, yeah. all oh, bets are right. If it's just oh, a regular yeah. black bear, yeah. no cubs around, it most likely yeah. will run for Dakota. Yeah. Especially if it's a cub. Oh, if it's a cub, it would immediately be like as soon as she made one move it'd run for the hills. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But if it were like Tito, it would though. probably become best friends. Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, it would be the, it would be the Tito's that. Of the dogs bringing the bear cub back. Like, oh, look, yeah. I found a new friend. I yeah. found a weird looking dog. <laughs> See, I was thinking about the yeah. one that brought back the deer, and she's like, no, no, he can't come in here. And the dog is just sitting there, like, why? Well, and then yeah, the deer Tito. ends up in the yes. car. No, but yeah, no, no. Sarah and I found a video where there's. Like there's a there's a house that has like a bunch of dogs and there's this railing like that kind of divides like this outside porch, and you just see a, a couple of dogs come up and they like jump up and they're excited to see their owner and all of a sudden you see this little tiny bear that just pops its head up in between them this little bear cub and he's just like pretending like he's one of the dogs <laughs> and he's just up there excited and happy and has no idea what's going on but everybody's <laughs> like it's fine it's fine That's her. i'm just gonna say this i've said it publicly many times i don't know if i've ever announced it on the podcast but i will announce it now and i will die on this fucking hill are you ready <laughs> we as is. human beings made a mistake Domesticating canines instead of bears. Yes. 
I want a pet bear. I would love a pet bear. I, They're adorable. I, I would never actually harm wildlife. Understand this, okay? Whoever's listening. Understand, I would never, ever, ever interfere with wildlife as wildlife, okay? It's wild for a reason. We need to keep it that way. It in- interacts with its environment the best way it needs to. But, how great would it be to just have a bear the size of a samoid? You can just come home and snuggle it. Aww. It would just be huge and adorable and they're so cute. And then, oh, it'd be like a chow chow, but a bear. I don't know how I feel about leaving a bear in a house, though, because they can climb. I mean, if I was, I mean, you I'm gotta go- train it. I've always said that if I got like an animal, like one of those wild animals as a pet, it'd be a fox. No, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. The noises foxes they make are, are beautiful, terrifying. and they look like they would be a lot of fun. But yeah, the noises that they At make, night? yes, but oh. it's just the fact that I've always wanted a pet fox. Deacon already makes those noises. Yeah, we're used I to it. I never at this heard point. those noises. Oh. I watched your dogs. Dakota? I never heard any of these yeah, have problems. You, have you played, and I never heard any of those you, noises. Have you played with Dakota? Yeah, I played with the dogs. Every no, because day. Dakota, you sit there, and if you just go like this, she's like. Oh, she sounds like a freaking Schmeagol had sex with a bear because she's just foxes take that pitch up like two or three octaves higher and sound like a Japanese demon. Okay, Uh, did you see that fox that looks like a Japanese demon? The black with like a little bit of red. No, no, there's um, there is a old Japanese folk folklore about a shape shifting fox that's yeah. based off of. Yeah. There's a lot of Asian folklore with yeah. uh fox demons in particular because they're tricksters. Raccoons too. Um, and raccoons and uh tanuki as mm-hmm. well. Um but ultimately foxes make creepy fucking noises and I would not want to hear that in my house in the middle of the night. Would they're I, cute. But... Would I go to a fox sanctuary to play with foxes one time in my life? Yeah. Yeah, I would do it. See, like, but I don't want to take them home. No, like I don't even know where the idea of having a pet fox was, but it was just the fact that like I seen that it is a thing. You can have a pet fox. Yeah. You can buy like a fox kit. I think it's like twelve hundred dollars or some shit like that. But yeah. if I could, I would. The only fox I don't want is a phoenix fox, and that's because they're small. Phoenix like, fox. Phoenix fox. Yeah, they're almost endangered. Well, it's it's mainly it's mainly because fucking they're like the size of chance. And I seen this one video where if I seen if if I come home and I see this I'd be pissed. The, the damn thing is like on crack, just running around on a couch. And it's I like, wouldn't be pissed. That's adorable. All right, what happened with the couch lately? <laughs> oh, yeah, I actually want to know now. <laughs> what okay. happened with the couch so lately? So here's some That's backstory. Story. Yes, so here's some backstory because this is important to know because when I when when we went into the couch, um, we. John had noted. Okay, John had found a weird smell in the couch, and he said, "Like we need to clean this. We need to like figure out what's going on. We have four dogs. You know, maybe they track something in. You know, like maybe something happened." And so, first thing we decided to do was take all the cushion, like the we have covers over our cushions. We took all of those off and we put them in the washer. When we did this, clarification though, she was in a shower when I was doing this. No, because okay. we took them off before, and no, I went to the bathroom, that and then the that's bathroom. when you, yes. oh, you lifted, we didn't you. lift yeah. the cushions. So, backstory before. So there's a weird smell on the couch, right? My dog, Tito, our dog, Tito, was originally my dog, Tito. I adopted him about two, maybe three years ago, 
He had been living on the streets of Detroit when they found him. He was all scuffed up. When I got him, he had a bunch of wounds from... They told me it was other dogs. He had been basically dumped in the streets of Detroit. They don't know how long he had been living there, but this dog is 80 pounds now. He was 40 pounds when they found him at five years old. We share a birthday. Happy side story. Um, But what I realized when I found... When I adopted this dog... Um, I had first tried to feed him at, you know, like, regularly scheduled intervals. So I would give him food in the morning and give him food at night because that's how I had always had dogs. But I started realizing that when I gave him food in the morning, he would eat, like, a little bit off the top and then he wouldn't eat any. And when I got home and gave him more food, then he would eat his food, but there'd always be some left in the bowl. And so I was like, okay, well, clearly he's not gonna overindulge. I'm just going to give him a gravity feeder. And when I got him a gravity feeder, he ate like normal. He did not have any problem consuming, you know? Like, he, when he got low on food, though, I started realizing he wasn't going to eat as much food until I filled it back up again. And I had some in a separate bin, and I was just waiting for him to get close to running out. But when he got about halfway, he would just stop eating. Because the stress of living on the streets, not knowing what his next meal is going to be, realizing... I might not be able to have food past what I currently have, so I'm going to save this until I'm really hungry. So, fast forward. I used to give him treats when I first got him, too. So when I got him treats, I would give him one, because I always assume, you know, it's hard to get out of your house when you're going to leave for work. So I would give him one before I went out, and, like, the first couple times I did this, I came back home, and every single corner of my house had blood stains in it. And I realized he had a scab on the top of his nose and so i we had a little security camera and i looked back on it and he had taken the bone and was trying to bury it in the carpet in every single corner because he didn't think he was going to get another one of those kind of sad sorry guys so i started whenever i gave him a treat i would just let him outside he'd go bury it in the yard and then eventually he'd go find it later and it's like It was, like, rawhide, like, it's completely disgusting now. By the time he goes and finds it, he's just whipping it around, because it's basically a belt now. It's all, like, wet and soggy, and he's just so excited about it. So, fast forward to now I've moved in with John, and he has three other dogs, and Tito, we have them all on a gravity feeder. He's kind of gotten over some of his, you know, food and whatnot, um, problems with trying to, you know, like, portion his food, because now he... He has three other dogs in his pack. They don't care. (laughs) He's got to eat it sometime. But the other week, we didn't notice how low they had gotten on their food. So they did end up running out of food for probably like half a day. Not even. Not even. I got some later that day. And it was fine, you know? No one's starving. No animals are getting abused. We just didn't realize they were out until Deacon started dragging the food dish across the floor. Because that's what he does. That's how he lets us know it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got them food. And I know that this happened within the week of me getting them food and us finding it. Because the food that I got was a different shape than the food that I normally got. Because the, the only kind they had there was a weight management formula. So normally it's in a triangle. These ones were in squares. So when John said that he smelled something weird in the couch, and we started cleaning the cushions, 
and the weird smell didn't go away, he decided to investigate further. And he pulled up the cushions of the couch, and there was probably about a half a bag of dog food stuffed into the cushions underneath <laughs> the I, cushions in the I, couch. I saw this. She's in the bathroom, and I'm like, babe, you need to see this. And she's like, what? I was like, I'm not explaining this. You come. And I was just waiting for her to see what so, I saw. And then she comes in, she sees it, and she immediately starts I'm laughing. Like, I just start laughing because I'm like, and, and I just, I grab Tito, and I'm like, Tito, we found your stash. And like, so I, I'm just telling him, Tito, we found your stash. And he doesn't know what I'm saying. And he's like, Mom, what? Mom, what? I love you. I love you. And then we get out to the to where the couch is, and he immediately head down, tail between his legs. He's like, no, Mom, I... I'm sorry. And he turns around, and he just starts, like, trying to snuggle up with me. He's like, Mother, I love you. Please don't hate me. I've never experienced this before, so, like, I was sitting there like, I don't know who to blame. <laughs> I did not know about this with Tito, so I'm sitting there like, who the fuck did this? I was like, Chance didn't do this. It would take him months. He had never he... hidden food before, no, but though. I, but I never knew about it. So, yeah. like, I'm sitting there like, who did this? I was like, the only people I could think of. And I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, it has to be Deacon. Because Deacon, when I, whenever I give him his little tennis ball that he plays with, he always puts it in between the cushions. So, I'm like, okay, he knows how to go in the cushions. Maybe it's him. And I'm like... I don't know who did this. Well, I'm, telling, first, I'm like, I don't know who did this. And then she's like, no, it's Tito. Our first thought had been Dakota, but Dakota's always locked up during the day. Because if we don't lock her up, she wreaks havoc on the rest of the house or gets into, you know, I wouldn't, she would get into the cupboard. She would get onto the, the kitchen trash. table. In she would get trash. into the trash. She would, like, get on the counters to eat anything that we had up there. So say goodbye to keeping fruits or bread out. But... So we locked her up, and so it couldn't have been Dakota. Chance is way too small, as he said, Deacon. Could have been, but knowing Tito, and, and usually, yes, usually if somebody else did it, he comes up to you and he's like, I don't know what you're angry about, but if I just love you, you'll get over it. But this one, he he just looked so guilty, and he always does the exact uh. same thing. As soon as he... He does, and as soon as he, like, realizes he's been caught, he sits down with, like, his head down, and then he's, like, just wagging his tail, and then when you tell him no, he's like, Mom, I'm sorry, and he gets up and he, like, walks over to you, and if you're, like, scrunched down to his level, he, like, tries to lay on top of you just to say he's sorry, and he's like, I won't do it again, Mom, sorry, I didn't mean it, and then he sleeps with you the rest of the night. It took us, like... Two, like an hour to clean the couch. And that was because the vacuum that we had, it's uh, it's a bullshit, like, $40 Bissell. And it's one of those ones where it could detach and you have, like, the handle, one that's still, like, plugged in and everything. And we were using that. That thing got filled, like, two and a half times trying to get all this food out. And on top of that, the food got into, like, the crevice. And I'm sitting there, like, sticking my hand in trying to, like, scoop it out because, like, my, I got fat fingers. So I'm sitting there, like, trying to get it out. I managed to get, I think, a good chunk of it out. But it's just, it took us, like, an hour to clean the damn thing. And I'm laughing. And she's like, Tito, no. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm not mad at him because it could have been worse. But 
if you want to discipline him, that's up to you. But to me, I was laughing. I was just shocked at what I seen because I've never dealt with that with a dog before. The nice thing is what I tell him, Tito, no, he listens and he doesn't do it again. So like every single day I came home after that, I checked in the cushions to make sure there wasn't any dog food and I haven't found any. But it was just so annoying to try to clean up after that, not because he was um being like made the mess, but because he was just so sorry that he just wanted to be in my lap snuggling me the entire time we were cleaning the mess. See, I never had any problems like that with um, my dogs. Because realistically, I've had like two dogs. Um, the one when I was growing up was my brother's dog that they brought when um, they had to start coming and living with us. Because my brother's... I'm from a very blended family. Um... I was adopted, and my brothers came from their mom to be with me and my dad, who adopted me, who was their dad. <clears throat> so they got to bring their dog along. Um, and she was this beautiful, fluffy dog, loved me so much. She kind of thought of me as, like, her baby, because I was so little when uh, she came to the house. And she was relatively little, but she got pretty big and fluffy. She was also a chow-chow mix. Aww. So she was this huge, blonde, fluffy beast that loved snow. And because I love snow, we were best friends. I would go and play with her all the time outside. I'd take her for walks in the winter. She loved it. Um, this dog was so good that, like, we literally never had to discipline her. Um, except for when she was really little and would, like, fuck with the cats. But very quickly she acclimated. Chow Chows and a lot of wintery kind of dogs are like that. They're mm -hmm. already a little cat-ish to begin with. Um, but... My other dog, he was a blue healer mixed with Chihuahua, and he was he would misbehave, but it's because he was testing me. Because mm. that's that's what all kinds of cattle dogs do. They test you because they're highly intelligent animals. But Australian shepherds, blue healers, corgis, all of them, they do the same thing, where they see how far they can push your buttons. Yes, because they they want to know how far can they go. And uh, a great testament to that was when I would be in the kitchen, he knew not to cross the line into the kitchen because I had hardwood in the, or not hardwood, I had hard floors in the kitchen and then there was a uh, carpet in the rest of my apartment. So he would be able to sit right up where the carpet sat, up against where like the uh, hard floors were and he'd put his little paws right there. And I'd go, don't you move. And as soon as I would turn around to be at the stove and like stir something or chop something or add things, move things around... Little bit in into the kitchen, his little paw pads just touching into the hard floor, like it's like red light, green light. <laughs> Mama won't notice. It's fine. It's fine. He would just inch his way closer, and he loved to do that. He would just inch his way, little little tiny movements, thinking that I wouldn't notice, and I would just give him those big eyes, like you better get back, and immediately inching it back, inching it back. <laughs> I'm going back, mom. Um, but as soon as I gave him treats, he was like, "This is mine." Thank God. Uh, until at the very end, because I would give him bones a lot. He had the cleanest teeth you'd ever seen on a dog. The whitest teeth ever. I'm not even joking. Not a bit of plaque on this dog's teeth. Mm -hmm. And it's because I gave him so many bones. Uh, at least that's what I attribute it to. And he was a big chewer. And honest to God, he I would give him a deer antler. Like a good-sized deer antler. Like, you know, almost a fucking foot. You know? Like eight, nine to ten inches. That was, like, normal, what I gave him. And it would have plenty of little pieces coming off. Thing was gone in two weeks. Mm hmm And those last, like, three days, it would just be a nub, like, an inch big. Because he 
oh my god, this dog. Talk about Instagramification. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what'd you guys think of the candy cane train? Honestly, not bad. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Yeah. I don't hate it, and I'm not gonna say I love it, but the only downfall I really see is this is only, like, good for Christmas time, and that's it. It's Yeah. It's not like a Pepsi you can get it any time of the year. And you can't it. even really get this during Christmas time. I had to, like, search for Good Minute on Amazon. So, yeah, it's a very limited thing, which kind of throws it off a bit. But, I mean, as far as the taste and the presentation of it, I'm not I'm not mad about it. Considering what we've been drinking, I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, if I had to give it a score, it would be a 5 out of 10 for me. Because I think my thing is, it's it's a little too sweet. It's a little has a little bit of that weird artificial aftertaste, mm-hmm. and there's not a strong enough of a peppermint flavor for me to be like, yeah, this is a home run. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they had more peppermint, a little less sugar, it would have been a home run. It would have been like a near ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. I agree with that one because I I had thought for a minute like you know I do like this. I wouldn't necessarily buy it for myself unless maybe I was having, like, a Christmas kind of party with friends and maybe, like, making some kind of mixed drink out of it for everybody. Then, like, I thought about it again and I was like, no, it's, it is pretty solid 5 out of 10 for me because it's, it could use, I would still need to add more peppermint flavor to it and I would definitely need to cut it with something for the sugar because it is very sweet. I would probably give it an 8 for both just the novelty of it. I think that they did a really good job making a candy cane flavored drink. It also gives me a little bit of nostalgia because when I didn't really understand how tea worked, I would drink peppermint tea and I would put a bunch of sugar in it. And this really reminds me of the flavor that I would get from that. I do agree if they put more peppermint in it and it's got a little bit more of that artificial flavor, but I'm still going to go with like an eight, maybe that's a 10. Me, I'd say like a seven or eight. The sugar really didn't bother me, but then again, I pretty much drink sugar, anything all my life. So it doesn't really affect me that much, but the fact that it's only for a holiday thing and the fact that there wasn't a lot of peppermint in it, that's where my thing kind of split. I did like the fact that at least there was a hint of peppermint because I don't like overpowering peppermint if it was like a little bit more than that i'd be okay with it Mm -hmm. i also have to had to mark it down too because the label isn't put on the bottle correctly it's bubbling (laughs) up it's not straight (laughs) and that is always going to be a thing for me that i will mark something down if the label isn't correctly put on and some of them are better than others the bottle that i'm holding right now has all these air bubbles in it and wrinkles and it just it looks like it's cheap yeah And for something that's like a special novelty that you're only going to have during a certain time of year, really probably only once in a year, you got to get the label on correctly. Come on. (laughs) It's a cute design, but like someone, whoever's either putting it on by hand or whatever machine they have, they need to, they need to invest some money. It needs an upgrade. Yeah, it needs an upgrade. I'm always going to mark something down for that though. Yeah, I know. I know you know. <laughs> well, toot, toot. You know what that is, guys? That's the candy cane train pulling into the station, and it's time to get off. 
Um, take that any way you like. Um, you don't know how I took it. Guys, you can go see Santa or something. I don't know. Where, think, do, where would a candy cane can't train drive? I think Santa just put you on a naughty list for that, so... What? You're what? supposed to sit on his lap. He likes no, that. <laughs> yeah, I bet he fucking does. Alright. I think that's it for this episode. Bye, fuckers. Uh-huh. I'll see you next time. Merry Christmas. Toot, toot. This has been a Broken Parts production. Any opinions stated here are those created by the individuals who stated them. This content is not sponsored. New episodes of Beverage for Your Thoughts will be uploaded every Tuesday. If you have any questions, comments, feedbacks, or suggestions for a future drink, or if you just want to say hi, hi, you can reach us at Twitter at Broken Parts Pro, or follow us on Facebook, Broken Parts Productions. <laughs> <laughs>